Welcome to Stealing Home in our Trade Deadline Edition. Woo! Lots to talk about. It's been a couple weeks since we did one of these. Yeah, we're just, we're just been busy. Summer, holidays. A little lazy. A little lazy. A little <laughs> lazy. That's all right, though. Uh, before we get to the trades, uh, Stealing Home made a new acquisition. Yeah, yeah. Rob and Chris have a dog. His, yeah, name's, got- his name's Copper, and he's in the room, so if you have any little bark bork... It's copper. Or any. No copper. Don't do that. <laughs> He's part of the team now, though. Anyway, getting on back to baseball. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about all the trades that have happened at the deadline, because today was the trade deadline. And uh, we're going to go a little bit prior to that, too. Yeah, for sure. And if we have time, I don't know how long it's going to run us, but if we do have time, maybe we'll talk about who, uh, who you should be trying to trade for, because I know that our trade deadline is also coming up. Uh, end of next week, I believe. How are you guys team? Like, how are you guys feeling about your teams, real quick? Just a, a little recap. I feel great about my my roster, but but my uh, my my standing position is is pretty weak right now. Uh, I feel like my team's really coming into form. I finally have a pitching staff that is not a complete dumpster fire. It's still a little bit of a dumpster fire, but it's rolling. The hitters are still good. I'm finally a couple games above 500, which hasn't been happening all season. Yeah, I just I just made it to 500, which is ridiculous. I still am the highest scoring team in the league, taking a bunch of tough losses. But uh, I think uh, I got uh, you know I got a good team going down the stretch, and I, I'm coming for that championship. I'm saying it right now. Okay, uh, let's get into these trades. So the Cubs received Jose Quintana, the White Sox, uh, four prospects. Uh, that shot Quintana's value up a lot. Yeah, well, he's got a team playing behind him now. So it's a little late for us to say, oh, go out and get Q now because he's it's, already it's playing over. well. It's over. But if you're a Q owner, that's what you wanted. Uh, the Nats picked up Madsen and Doolittle from Oakland. Uh, Oakland received uh, Blake Trinan and then a couple uh, couple prospects. Tough tough losing Blake Trinan. <laughs> really delivered for the for the Nats this year. Uh, I think the problem there is that the Nationals have added more relievers after that trade. Uh, immediately after that trade, it looked like Madsen and Doolittle would compete for the closing job, but I don't think that's the case anymore. Speaking of Washington, just because it just happened an hour ago, Gio Gonzalez, almost uh, almost a, a no-hitter. So close, yeah. so close, but, uh, you know. Broken that's... up by D. Gordon. Damn it, D. Of all people. Come on, man, <laughs> just, just take a whiff. Like, you know... Maybe just let the guy have it. I don't know. I mean, it was a one-run game. I guess they still had a shot at winning it. So, Um, JD Martinez goes to Arizona. Huge for Arizona, man. Huge. Huge for JD. He obviously likes hitting out there. Yeah, he's looked great so far. Arizona, they got a great team this year, but that just added. I think that just added a ton of depth, a ton of power, a ton of power to that team because he hasn't really been hitting. I I thought he was going to be a forty home run guy this year. Yeah, so. um, I still think he only can get there now, but uh, hopefully he finds finds some more some more juice in the bat and takes Arizona because that's a pretty pretty crazy division. Again, right we're now. a little bit we're a little bit late on this one. Uh, the the time to get JD cheap, not that you could ever really get him cheap, but the time to go out and get him was a week or two ago. Yeah, it's passed now. But I mean, if the JD Martinez owner wants to move him. I'd be looking for him. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a great player to add add to your team. 
Uh, next one, the White Sox get Tyler Clippard, some prospects, including Tudo Polo, A-grade name. A-grade, A-plus. Uh, the Yankees got Todd Frazier, David Robinson, and Tommy Conley. Todd Frazier. Hasn't been playing that well. First hit, at home, triple play. RBI triple RBI play. RBI triple play. One of the weirdest plays in baseball that I've seen in a long time. Um, Robertson's been good for the Yankees. I personally own Conley, but I've owned him all year because of his strikeout numbers. Uh, he's worth a pickup if your league does holds. Uh, that wasn't really a blockbuster, I would say. It was at the time, yeah. but I think... It was a good trade. Everybody figured out that, yeah, it benefited both sides. Um, Seattle on Miami made a trade for not much. We'll skip that one. <laughs> Hey, Miami didn't sell the farm at deadline. Nope. Stanton stayed put, so, you know, I was kind of excited to see maybe if he was going to go anywhere, but that's a big contract to eat up. Yeah, what were they, what were they projecting him to go to? Was it New, New York? York was one yeah. of them. Yeah, can you imagine, though? Judge <laughs> Judge Stanton just like, hey, we're just going to hit dings yeah. every game. So that's uh, that's what's going on. Well, adding Sanchez in that mix. And... Yeah. Um. Next one, the Padres sent the Royals Bookter, Cahill, and Marrer, uh, and received Travis Wood and a couple prospects. Um, really good pickup for the Royals, and it looks like the Royals are going to try and make magic happen one more time. I know. It was really weird to me. I'm like, yeah, like they're, they're not terrible. They have a good team. And I was the one spouting off about how they should be rebuilding this year, but uh, hey, man, they got the moose. He's playing great, and Eric Hosmer's had a good year. I mean, their guys are stepping up, so weirdly enough, they're they're in it. This one, uh, this trade in particular impacted me because I had Marr getting saves in San Diego prior to this, and I was like, yay, he's going to go there and he's going to get saves for Kansas City. I'll get some value out of this. Nope, Kelvin Herrera is getting saves. <laughs> Negative for me, but that's okay. Uh, the Royals picked up some much-needed... Well, I don't know if it's much-needed, but they picked up some pitching help. Um, Minnesota flipped... Or no, sorry, this is the first part of this. Uh, the Twins receive Jaime Garcia and Anthony Recker and ship out one of their top prospects, uh, Waskar Inoa. Uh, I believe that Garcia got moved again shortly after this, and the Twins ate his contract. Yeah, I mean, Garcia's kind of at the end of his rope with, uh, yeah, he's old. Yeah, I don't. I, I personally would never roster him, but uh, in fantasy wise, anyways. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting trade, though. I don't think any of that is very fantasy relevant. Uh, Yunoa is dynasty relevant, but we don't focus on dynasty. Nah, we're not about that dynasty life. Um, this was a pretty big one. The Red Sox picked up Eduardo Nunez from the Giants. Uh, the Giants picked up some pitching prospects. Yeah, I mean, the Giants are out of it, so... Oh, yeah, the Giants are certainly out of it. They were... Uh, they're restocking the farm, but Nunez seems to be enjoying uh, Boston so far. Yeah, Boston needs to really... I don't know what's going on there, but I think they're really looking for something to really set, put them over the top. And I, hopefully... The, the talent's there. Yeah. You know, the I talent's just, there. I don't know what's I, going on. I personally dropped Rick Porcello. Just a little side note, uh, couldn't couldn't deal with his shit anymore, well, so I dropped him. It's weird how they have all this talent, but then they have Doug Fister still pitching for him. M- so. Mr. Fister? 
Uh, 7.36 ERA, Doug <laughs> Fister. Yeah. Tough times uh, in the Fister tough. household. Uh, this one was pretty minor, but uh, Anthony Swarzak went from the White Sox to Milwaukee. Uh, they sent Ryan Cordell back in his place. Pretty minor. Swarzak, uh, kind of back end of the bullpen type of guy. Uh, strikes out a lot of people. I only know this because he's on my team again. I had him, <laughs> him and Conley picking up holds for me uh, for my relievers because I really blew it on picking up closers and relievers earlier in the season, so I just had guys that struck out a lot of <laughs> I thought Milwaukee was going to maybe try and make a move today to get someone big. Because for some reason, they're just like they're only a half game behind Chicago. Chicago overtook him in the standings yesterday. But they, they're there. Yeah, they got a good they, team. They added a couple pieces to that puzzle. I think that they would... Like, this would be a year to really go for it. Yeah. Um, Pat Neshek went from the Phillies to the Rockies. Uh, he was probably rostered anyway. He's not a huge trade piece. That's kind of... Kind of whatever. It's whatever. neat. It's, yeah, it's yeah. neat. Uh, that was just some prospect swaps. Lucas Duda is on the Rays now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed to hear that, to be honest with you. But, uh... Curtis Granderson obviously didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. He was campaigning to keep Duda and Matt. Yeah, I mean, and he, he's had a great year. So, but there's, you know, they they got a lot of talent in the Mets. Yeah. So I don't blame them for making that trade. But uh, I don't really like Tampa Bay. So it, it kind of disappointed me since I currently roster Lucas Duda. Um, I believe this, yeah. So the Mets picked up AJ Ramos from Miami. Uh, he is okay. Yeah. Like, he hasn't been lights out this year, but I think that the idea is that the Mets want to, you know, make a push this year, but really contend next year again. Which I think this sets up well, because Ramos in a setup position in, like, the seventh inning makes sense to me. Yep. Not really fantasy relevant, but... He's kind of a guy week to week, if you're looking to fill a spot. I guess you if you pick him up. If you were hoping for him to be the closer in Miami again, too bad. He's not going to be the closer in New York. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, Chapman's having a terrible year. No, no, no. Mets. Not Yankees. Oh, Mets. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, <laughs> Familia is coming back soon. I believe he has uh, started baseball activity again. Working Good for him. And rehabbing after that blood, scary blood, blood clot. Blood Jesus, yeah. yeah. Um, Howie Kendrick. I did not even know that he was on the Phillies. Uh, he's in Washington now. Well, there uh, you go. That'll be good. He, uh, he's, he, he yanks bags. Yeah. He's, he's a really solid defender, which is which is good. I think that's what... Yeah, my uh, my thing with him is that when the Washington outfield is fully healthy, I don't think he has a spot out there. But in the short term, while they're dealing with some... I think Jason Worth is still injured, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, obviously, Adam Eaton is out for the year, uh, so that doesn't affect this year. But next year, Kendrick might get squeezed, might be moved to his secondary position in the infield. It's second base. Tough to say. Tough, tough call, yeah. Um. In a move that uh, confused me, because I don't know why Baltimore is buying right now, uh, they picked up Jeremy Hellickson. Weird. Not a very good pitcher, going to not a very good team. You know, and I kind of thought we might see Zach Britton move. I think everybody thought that Zach Britton and was going to move. And just, nope. nope. Do you want to know why I think that they bought 
Man, they're only six games out of the wild card. Baltimore is. So, like, no one really is out of it um, as far as, like, probably the eight teams below that last wild card spot are all within se- seven games. So, you pick up a couple of pieces, you go on a little, ri- like, on a, on a winning streak. Next I thing would... you know, you're three, four games behind that wild card spot. Then you grind it out. Next thing you know, you're you're uh, you're fighting for that last position. I want to agree with you, but the the problem I see here, like in theory, that works. But the problem that I have specifically with the Orioles is I don't think they have a starter that has under a five ERA. That's true. And I might be uh, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but I don't think any of them have an ERA under four. For sure. I know that for a fact. Yeah. It's, it's, and now somebody's going <laughs> to get on my back yeah. and tell me, oh, Nick, you're wrong. But um, in part of that trade, the Phillies received Hyunsoo Kim, who is a good outfielder, just was had no place in, uh, in Baltimore. Uh, and then this, okay, this is the other half of the Jaime Garcia saga of this year. So the Yankees picked him up. Uh, from Minnesota, Minnesota ate the his uh, his contract, and they got back some pitching prospects. So Garcia in New York, maybe value? Nah, probably not. Probably not. Uh, it's it is what it is though. Um, Melky Cabrera went to the Royals from the White Sox. Again, pitching prospects going the other way. Nah. He's been hitting okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if he has an everyday role in Kansas City, but he'll add some depth though. If they, like I said, if they're trying to make a run, yeah. Woo! This one's spicy. <laughs> we got a spicy one. Jonathan Lucroy sent from the Texans to the Colorado Rockies for a player to be named later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's a good trade for the Rockies. He's been one of the worst hitters in baseball this year. Think about, think about last year. Last year at this time, the Cleveland Indians were willing to send the number 14 prospect, in, I, I believe, if I remember correctly, the number 14 prospect in all of baseball for this guy. I know. That means we, he knows how to hit. He just gotta, he's just got to find it. And no better place than at, Colorado, or at uh, Coors Field. Yeah, you're right. But it's interesting to see. Charlie this. Blackman's just going just gonna to bring him under that wing. Just come, come here, Luke. Come hither, yeah. Come hither, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. What do you think, Chris? What do you think about the fall of Jonathan Lucroy's value? Is this, but I don't know. You hear that all the time, though. Everything he does offensively is just bonus, right? So they didn't buy him for they, like they don't need any more offensive talent on that team. Watch the player to be named later. Be like <laughs> Nolan Arenado. <Yeah. laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, the Cubs pick up Justin Wilson and Alex Avila from uh, Detroit. Detroit seems to be selling everybody and getting back pennies, except for Justin Verlander. Yeah, I don't. I, I just. I don't think he was. He is. He has very little worth. I think they were trying to get a lot out of. A lot out of him. Well, I wouldn't say very little. Not worth. Not little worth, but like I don't think they're. They, I bet you they people weren't offering what they wanted, and they said no, thank you. Yeah. Um. As far as that trade goes, Wilson is probably already rostered. I don't think that changes his fantasy value that much. In fact, it might lower it a bit because he'll. The Chicago Cubs bullpen is looking pretty scary now. Might reduce the amount of appearances that he gets. Alex Avila is going to be a backup there. So if he was your number one catcher... Tough. Sorry, folks. Uh, 
Boston gets Addison Reed from the Mets for a prospect. Good way to add some bullpen depth. Yep. Um, that one's prospects. Oh, this one is pretty close to home. Uh, Houston picks up Francisco Liriano. Toronto gets Nori Aoki and Teoscar Hernandez. I, I, like, I like that trade. I like this trade a lot, too. Yeah. yeah. I think Francisco Liriano I think, could be a decent setup guy. Yeah. Middle, exa- middle relief. Exactly. I think that's probably where his role's at. I think that we're going to see going forward Francisco Liriano be a left-handed relief specialist. Yep. I don't think he's going to start in Houston. I highly doubt I it. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Um, I believe McHugh went on the DL today, and so now they have the decision to put Liriano or Brad Peacock in their rotation, and I think that the right thing to do for the Astros is to bring Peacock back into the rotation and leave Liriano in the bullpen. Yeah, I think I completely agree with you. Old school management would say, ah, oh, Liriano's got the experience. We're putting him in the rotation. But I think that's the wrong move. Um, oh, and on the Toronto side of it, I think that's a good pickup. I think Aoki could be a full-time outfielder in Toronto. Yep. And Teoscar Hernandez, uh, I don't think he's coming up this year. I believe he's injured right now. But next year, keep an eye on him. Interesting he's been playing prospect. really well in the minors. Interesting prospect. Uh, he was playing really good in the majors at the start he, of this league. He hit his year. first home run off of Francisco Liriano. Fun fact. That is true. Uh, you are correct. Thank you. Relief pitcher Jeremy Dreffris goes to Milwaukee uh, from Texas. Uh, Texas gets Taylor Scott. I don't know who Taylor Scott is. Dreffris is okay. I'm going to tell you to roster Taylor Scott. Flyer. Flyer. Flyer, Flyer baby. All right. Um, can we go to the bangers? Yeah, we're we're there now. All right. Uh, hold on, this has got to be wrong. I gotta check this up. Uh, let's talk about the Sunny Gray trade. Sunny Gray, New York Yankee. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. I've been telling y'all all year how good Sunny Gray is gonna be, and he's been fantastic. He has been really really good. And seeing him in pinstripes makes me just happy as can be. I think the other side of this trade, not just on the fantasy side but Oakland got three like good prospects but almost all lottery tickets two of these guys are injured the other one is uh, I believe he's a young young fireball pitcher uh, if I remember what I read correctly and yeah do they get cash too that's uh, a little bit of cash no they did not not this one not that one mm-hmm. uh, it was they got cash when they traded uh, Jeffrey Ramirez oh okay uh, to Baltimore. Baltimore sent them cash. That's what New York needs is more money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another Jays- Just a shootout between the Dodgers and the Yankees of who can spend more money. <laughs> another Jays related trade. Joe Smith goes to Cleveland. Uh, we get some, or sorry, the Jays get some prospects back. Um, promising lefty pitcher and a second baseman. So, Actually, I think that lefty pitcher is like, like a top 10 prospect. I think it's ninth. I double check that, but he, that's it. Yeah, he will slot in to the Jays' top 10 for sure. He'll be uh, top 10 in the Jays' system 100%. But uh, yeah, the, I don't see a problem with that trade. Joe Smith, um, soft tossing righty with an interesting delivery. Tough to roster him in fantasy, I think, but he's been having a good year. Um. Some prospects. Oh, 
Dodgers, Tony Watson. <laughs> wow, that was that's the one we need to talk about. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so the Dodgers not... picked up Tony Watson. Well, hey, man. He's coming from Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Those are two pretty good teams. Yeah, Tony Watson has, has potential to be to be a solid solid closeout guy. Okay, okay. We'll talk about the important Dodgers trade for the pitching. Tony Singrani. <laughs> uh, they sent nah. Scott Van Slyke to Cincinnati. Um, you! Who? You. And I'm stoked. You Darvish posted a picture on Twitter of him in front of his locker with the Rangers saying 10 minutes left in trade deadline, assuming he wasn't getting traded, and then he got traded like immediately <laughs> after. And it was hilarious. Um, yep. Dodgers sent over Willie Calhoun and others. Uh, the only reason I bring up Calhoun is there is a chance he plays second base for the Rangers this year and uh, spells Rugnet Odor. Which no, Rugnet's staying. Death to Rugnet? No, he's staying. Not death. That's he's, that's a little harsh, but like he's locked in. Sickness to Rugnet. Sick. <laughs> yeah, I want to get. A, I want him to get a bad case of benchitis. Yeah, get benched, Rugs. Uh, that's that's incredible trade. I mean, God, it's hard to it's hard to imagine the Dodgers won't win the World Series this year. So. All of the people in our league who have been shooting down the Darvish owner's trades all year because he's been trying to pawn them off, um, we all look a little silly now. And I think the price doubled. I called, yeah. I called Cody today and I was like, yeah, Cody, what's it going to cost to get Darvish? And he said uh, twice what it was going to take yesterday. Darvish did have two of his worst outings the past two games. But I read an interesting article that Darvish was actually tipping pitches. Some uh, fan actually told him, via social media that you were tipping pitches and that's why you got lit up and darvish actually responded and said like thank you like i didn't realize i was tipping pitches oh really yeah so maybe that was the only issue or maybe uh or maybe he is a flaming piece of garbage (laughs) (laughs) i would never say that no he's uh, a stud it's gonna be exciting man it's gonna be a great setting up for a great uh playoffs this year uh, I would love to see the Dodgers win the World Series. I mean, since I got to go see them, and I could say I saw a World Series team. Um, last few to wrap up here. Uh, Brandon Kinsler goes to Washington. Uh, Joaquin Benoit goes to Pittsburgh. Kind of non-trades. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the bangers. Shuffling pieces around for yeah. the last couple yet. I mean, both those guys, you can you can pick up, get holds out of them, maybe. I wouldn't trust Benoit. But. I got one quick tip that's not related to trades that I did, which might end up biting me in the ass, but I picked up Garrett Richards this week because I believe he's within a couple weeks away from coming back, and if you need, uh, if you're looking to make a late push or, you know, trying to bolster up for playoffs... That's a guy that's probably not owned in a lot of leagues and uh, wouldn't be bad to hang on to just for a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, just wait it out and, you know, he could really bolster your, your pitching staff. You know who I really like, and I picked him up last week for a spot start. Um, I'm not starting him every game, mind you. I picked him up and started him against the Phillies, is the Atlanta Braves pitcher, Sean Newcomb. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say something completely different. No. <laughs> R.A. Dickey? Uh, no, I like Newcomb. He's young. He looks like he has it together. Uh, I wouldn't start him against, say, the Nats or the Mets, but against teams like the Phillies, 
um, you know, bottom like half weaker teams, yeah. bottom half teams like that. He looks okay. Uh, he provided me some value last week. Got me twelve points, propelling me to a win over Jordan. Oh, just called her out on the podcast. Yeah, well, she was giving me grief all week. In fact, everyone was giving me grief all week. So I never gave you any grief. I was just giving Cody Lane grief. Um, I picked up uh, Parker Bridwell of the Los Angeles Angels this week. He's, uh, you know, had really pretty solid year. He's kind of been flying under the radar. If, uh, like, like I said, you need more help, I'm picking him up for uh, a spot start, and uh, we'll see how it goes over. He's playing Philadelphia, which... Any pitcher playing Philadelphia, I kind of like. So, uh, yeah, I don't we'll... think Copper likes him. Oh, yeah, Copper, calm down. Good. All right, Chris, anything else to add? I don't have anything too crazy to add. Uh, I was thinking maybe I just talk for another twenty minutes about just random stuff and see if people keep listening. What are you? What are you going to talk about? I got so much, so many give things. Give me a topic. Let's talk about. You're just going to look around my room. Yeah, wine glass. <laughs> Well, now I sound like oh, an, yeah. well, now I sound like an alcoholic, Chris. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to let these guys continue talking to you guys for <laughs> 20 minutes more. But uh, I just want to say that I know we've been kind of bad about getting episodes out lately. Uh, we've talked among ourselves. We're going to try and get back on a more regular schedule. But these might come out uh, as more of a bi-weekly thing. Yeah, I, I believe that's, that's what we're going to do. We're going to try that out. And, and uh, give you a little bit more consistency, and uh, well, you know, it gives us a little bit larger scale of content too. So yeah, and I think we're gonna expand them to like half an hour long or thereabouts. So they'll be a little bit longer, uh, a little bit more time in between each episode. But we want to get back on track for uh, getting these out. Hold on to your butts. All right, that does it. Are we all we're all done here? I think we're done. Plug the socials, Rob. Plug the socials. All right, you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at StealingHomeKNR. Or you can email us with questions because we're probably wrong about a lot of stuff. So email us at StealingHomeKNR at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Hello? Is there, everyone's gone? Well, I guess it's just me here. Me and Copper. Uh, we're going to bring you a segment now called uh, Chris and Copper. And uh, on today's agenda, uh, we're going to talk about Mike Trout. Not just, not, just, not just the Mike Trout you guys know and love as a baseball player, but Mike Trout, the person. Did you know? I'll tell you a story real quick. Um... A story of a friend of a friend. Uh, they were golfing in Arizona, and this guy goes out occasionally uh, just for for a round uh, by himself, and he gets paired. He goes up to the pro shop. He said, "Hey, we're gonna send you these three guys," and uh, lo and behold, th- that threesome was Mike Trout and his friends. And uh, just thought you guys should know that. Yes, have a great day, great weekend. Stealing home, out. <laughs>